Welcome to Houndstooth Heroes, brought to you by Druid City Brewing Company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm Greg, and he's Ellis, and we're coming to you live as hell from Nashville, Tennessee, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And we should warn you that we are drunk. So first, some housekeeping before we forget. You can find us on the website at houndstoothheroes.com, on Twitter at htoothheroes, and maybe on Facebook where they steal your identity. No one knows for sure. What's in your glass, Metsy? Well, as usual, just a disgusting mix of liquids. Uh, but Gregory, want to get your opinion on what is currently in my glass? Boxed wine, yay or nay? Okay, here I've got a lot of opinions on boxed wine. Um, because I'm an international man of mystery, mm-hmm. uh, I had a lot of negative opinions about boxed wine until I went overseas and found that in France, in France and Italy, boxed wine is. Totally accepted. In fact, they put good wine in boxes. So it really, it depends on the wine. I mean, if you've got Franzia, no, I'm not, I'm not, not going to abide the boxed wine. But you, there is some good boxed wine out there right now. Uh, but uh, dollars to donuts, you're not drinking it. Oh, yeah, no, this is, this is the real fine French stuff. Anyway, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what's in your glass? Uh, well, uh, you know... The keto thing is what it is. I'm efforting, I'm efforting, but right now I'm just having a bourbon and diet because, you know, and which is frankly not terrible for the keto thing, but nevertheless, uh, it's not the best, but um, it's fine. Anyway, let's get this party started. When last we spoke, the University of Alabama football squad was headed into the SEC championship game against the Bulldogs of Georgia. And guess what? We won. We did win, Gregory. It was a while ago. I assume everyone watched it and probably has more vivid memories than I do. Uh, So there's no need to go into great detail about it, except for a couple of important points. Uh, First and foremost, our boy Tua suffered a high ankle sprain, sort of messed up both ankles, but ultimately uh, came out of the game due to a high ankle sprain, which opened the door for everybody's All-American, Jalen Hurts, who led the tie to a dramatic 35 to 28 come from behind victory. This is correct. And let's go ahead and get into that since it's going to have some impact on the next game. Tua did have a high ankle sprain. Uh, there was some problem with the other ankle, as you mentioned, happened. Um, I believe what they said was on the fourth play of the game. Uh, and he played <laughs> through it until the until it just couldn't anymore. Uh, and apparently that one, you know, getting hurt on the fourth play of the game in the conference championship game uh, cost him the Heisman Trophy, uh, uh, which is yeah, no. Uh, but you know what? Look, I'm not a I'm not a individual awards guy. Yeah, it'd be great if he'd won, but I'm not. You know, I didn't I didn't sit around and worry about it like some folks did. Uh, but anyway, got the usual scope, uh, which is I'm not a you know like I said I'm not, I don't even play a doctor on TV, but I understand they go in and scrape out all the inflamed tissue or something. I don't know. Uh, but we're told that the usual recovery time is around two weeks, uh, but everybody's different, which kind of gets to my point. Uh, judging by what we know now, who plays quarterback in the Oklahoma game? Uh, I think two is going to come out. And before we get to that, I want to say as deserving as Tua was for the Heisman, Gregory, I think you are more deserving. 
to play a doctor on TV. Uh, back God, to I the know, Sweet Hawaiian the dream. Print. I know. The dream. Know. You could have been right. McDreamy before there was. Right. Like, I could have been like Gonzo Gates on uh, God, Trapper John MD. That's a hard 80s reference and nobody else. <laughs> you totally lost me, but I would venture listener Fred is right there with you. Anyhow, fair, fair. Uh, hey, you know, Fred. we've all, yep, yep, howdy. We've all seen uh first day of practice video from various sources uh, where Tua was practicing, looked pretty mobile. Gregory, I have yet to see second day practice video, and I got to say I'm getting pretty panicky about it. I would, I would right. very much like to know how second day Tua looked. Uh, right, but, that's, but that's I guess, the question. Yeah, I don't know the answer. We need some hashtag sources. If you got them, hit us up, listener friend. Uh, but my question to you, Gregory, is does it even matter? I go back and forth. Um, if he is repaired to the point where we get early season Tua, then absolutely it matters. Uh, because that guy could do no wrong. On the other hand, um, Oklahoma has shown that they have absolutely no idea what to do with a running quarterback. So uh, Jalen could have a field day, especially, hey, with his newly accurate arm. Mm. Uh, you're right. You know, well, hey, it, you're right. It may not matter at all Start under center. Uh, too much of a good thing. And, and by the way, is that rat poison? I don't know. Let's turn to the expert himself, Metsy. Tell us about playoff rat poison. Ooh, the segue game is strong tonight, uh-huh. Gregory. Jeez, Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done this a few times, and it it stuns me every time that the the uh, the man who named rat poison himself, the man who came out as such a uh, opponent to rat poison, continues to provide the team with plenty of rat poison. And for me, the most recent form and the most potent form came in bringing on this uh, fired Maryland coach who killed a kid, much like AP coach of the year, Notre Dame's Brian Kelly. Uh, this That's guy, two kids. Even more directly. Two kids dead. Yeah, they're, they're right. kids dead now to these coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this guy at Maryland was a huge mess. The players wanted him fired. Administration refused to. Ultimately did fire him. And now Coach Saban has taken him on as some sort of project. He's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. He's standing around the sideline. Uh, our boy Don Wolken, hashtag stay woke, Don, uh, mm-hmm. is very, very mad. Big mad, as you might say. Uh, you yeah. got takes on this? Um, I have several takes. Uh, you know, I just, I'm a big fan of, uh, Saban's home for, you know, uh, wayward coaches. I think that's good. It's admirable. I think it's too soon. Uh, the dude killed a kid like a couple months ago. Um, so you know, in reality, he didn't kill the kid. I, you know, if you've read the report, there is some distance, you know, there's some dotted line action between him and the dead kid. Uh, so he was not directly responsible for the kid's death. But when you are the head of the program, you you get the heat. That's how it rolls. Uh, so, and, and, and add to that, the, the, the players did actually hate. Um, so, um, I think it's, you know, I think it's too soon off killing a kid to bring him in. Uh, and I, I've said this to, uh, to a buddy on the Twitter. Hey, Tony, um, here's my thoughts on it. 
if one and if one eighteen year old kid's mom is wary about her child coming to the University of Alabama because we've got a kid, a dude standing on the sidelines. Granted, he's not doing anything, but if he's still there and it makes one recruit wary, uh, then I don't think it was worth it. Uh, frankly, I don't know if it was worth it anyway. This dude was just standing around watching us. Uh, so uh, what's you know? I don't. I don't. We don't. We don't need some dude who likes to watch. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's terribly harmful. Um, but I just don't really see the point in letting everybody who killed a kid come watch our practices. I guess that's my that, that's my end uh, take. <laughs> I think that uh, was very succinctly and well put. And while we're on the subject of Maryland and wayward coaches, uh, pour one out for Butch Jones, who will no longer Ooh. be in the Crimson and White. So there's some rat poison for my own heart. Right. It was so it was so sweet to see him. As an intern there, washing cars. Take, and, uh, taking our best window washer. I think that's cruel. It's brutal. It's brutal. Locks, we'll never forgive you for this. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. That is some good stuff. Uh, before we start talking about the games themselves, I want to talk playoff expansion because it's all the rage right now. Um, I think it's bullshit, and I'm prepared to fight about it. What's your take? Well, it's obviously bullshit, and I'm a little disappointed i'm not mad gregory i'm disappointed that you've even stooped to the level to debate it with these idiots because there's there's a very clear reasoning for the people who are calling for it i suspect you'll get into it so let me hear before you find anyone let me hear your thoughts all right i have several points to make here uh first why is everybody so hot and bothered about it this year there are plenty of years where you get your pants on fire about the wrong teams being in this is not the year uh There are four obvious teams. The only team that could possibly have a bitch about it is Ohio State, and they got run out the building by Purdue. So I really don't think Ohio State even has a complaint. And I don't even get me started on UCF. Go go fuck yourself. Uh, Second, every year we struggle, you know, we struggle to find the fourth team. It's like, who's going to be number four? Who's going to be number who? Who fits? Who's the best team? Who's the deserving team? Who's who's earned it? Whatever. But if you've got to struggle that hard to find the fourth team, if you don't have enough quality teams to get four, why do we need more? That seems to be an argument for less, not more. Um, so what I think this is about is Jim Delaney is pissed. The Big Ten is left out again this year, and he's pissed that the Southeastern Conference only plays eight conference games, to which I say, whose fault is that? The Big Ten can play eight conference games, but they choose to play nine. Nobody's making you play nine. If you think that puts you at a competitive competitive disadvantage, stop doing it. One of the SOBs I've ever encountered, speaking of encounters, we have one coming up. Before, well, first of all, I just skipped right over you. Do you want to do you got any thoughts on this playoff bullshit? Well, no. You you summed it up. There again, there are clear reasons for the people calling for it, and it's because they continue to lose <laughs> to teams like Purdue. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna debate this. There's, this is dumb. I'm not doing it, Gregory. All right. All right. That's fair enough. Like but I said, I will say, but I will we've debate. got a game coming up. What I will debate yes. is next time, please, please warn me to put on some sort of fireproof suit, the mitts, the, the, the welding mask, the whole thing before your fire off takes like that again. Okay. Look, rant, the ramps are, are, are come just when they come. I that's cannot, true. I cannot that's warn true. you. There is no, 
There, there is no uh, red flag I can send up. All right, it's the keto friendly potato vodka or whatever you Good have. God. All right, all it's right. not potatoes. Jesus, yeah, you learn nothing. Is there like a is it a beef based vodka? All right, all right. There's a there's a there's a grape based vodka. And oh, a nice. Jesus. Okay. Christ. We'll get Meathead Justin back. All right. Excited All right. about the aforementioned showdown with the Oklahoma Boomers, uh, which, by the way, December 29th, it will be mere mm-hmm. hours before your boy's birthday. Uh, exactly. We are the late game, which means we'll go on roughly 7 o'clock Tuscaloosa time, a.k.a. God's time. So your boys highly recommend pacing yourself accordingly. Uh, let's go. Get into the keto-friendly meat of this game. Uh, the first and most pressing question to moi is what to do, that's the fancy French wine talking, about uh-huh. the Oklahoma offense, obviously. It is functioning on an elite level, and listen, there are gumps who will say, I will be one, uh, yes, but everything they've done is against a Big 12 defense. And that is stupid because I am stupid. So, Gregory, tell me what the <laughs> smart people are saying. This offense can and will score against fairly much anybody, and it's just a matter of how much. Is that correct? I could not agree more. Uh, if you follow the professor, Ben Litman on Twitter, mm. and I cannot imagine that you would not. In fact, if you do not, turn off this podcast right now and go do that right now. We'll win. Are you there, listener, Fred? Okay, so uh, I'm assuming you followed Ben by now. I don't even know what his, what's what's Ben. Is it like Ben underscore Litvin or something like that? Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, so Ben is about as good at X's and O's Alabama football as anyone we've ever known, and he has this to say: Look, Oklahoma uh, at 25 percent of capacity is probably going to score 28 points. At 50th percentile, they're going to score 35 to 42. At 75th percentile, they're going to score 50-plus. And you're right, Gump. Alabama's defense is better than the Big 12 defense, so they probably won't be running at a 75 to 85% clip. But 50% is probably right, maybe a little more. Uh, And if you could look at the yards that Jake Fromm put up through the air, going 25 to 39, 301 yards and three touchdowns, you can assume that Kyler Murray is going to blow past those numbers. The woe is me, Gregory. Is all hope lost? Well, returning to Ben, we have here's how you do it. You have to pressure Murray into making mistakes because he's going to get his. You just have to try to slow him down. If you drop your linebackers and safeties into coverage and give him all day, he's going to pick us apart like he's done everybody else. Uh, so the best bet is kind of to pressure him into bad throws, forced turnovers, force him to make mistakes. If Alabama's defensive line gets pressure on Murray, it'll force the Sooners into large, 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 long yardage situations where they'll become a lot more predictable, even with the elusive Heisman winner at the controls of the offense. So disrupting Murray's rhythm at all costs should be the motivation of the position group led by Quentin Williams who has arguably had the top defensive player in college football this season. I say not arguably, he just is. Uh, So him, Raekwon Davis, Isaiah Bugs, your boy Ray, need to make Murray feel uncomfortable to get Oklahoma off the field and allow the offense to strike quick against the tired-ass Sooner defense. Shout out to LeBron 
Ray Tar Pits uh-huh. this year. We haven't gotten to say that much. Uh, yeah, their offense and and sort of to just pile on to the depression that you just gave me. Uh, supposedly mm-hmm. has the best offensive line in the country is what I keep hearing. Correct. They, they just look won like that a bunch award. Of, <clears throat> they won an award. It's a major award. It looks and like a, a bunch giant, of corn. Have you seen that trophy? It's a giant trophy. It's like it's a like a whole. Lapse. There's like a whole offensive line, basically. Yeah. Real life size made to scale. Right. Exactly. It's, it's a bit much. I don't know what one does with that. <clears throat> no, no. It's like the size of a. We car. don't need that. Anyway, go ahead. We don't need that. They they have the O line. They have a receiver by the name of Hollywood, <sighs> who may or may not be dealing with the same injury Tua is. I think. Yeah, but, but he's, to play. Uh, from what I understand from the Oklahoma people, he's not going to be. He's going to play. He's not at full strength. Yeah. But him at ninety percent is better than most people. You know, uh, at, at at full force. So yeah, he's going to be slowed down a little bit, but he's going to be on the field. Frankly, he reminds me a bit of one Lamar Miller. For you old <sighs> heads out there. Uh, wow, the, of, a, the, of the Miami '92 team, of yeah, Miami? yeah, yeah. Bah, he talked. He talked a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Lamar pregame. He's kind of of the same ilk. So um, it'll be an interesting matchup. Anyway, one thing that doesn't seem to get talked about much, uh, and we're going to talk about it because, as Gregory may or may not have said, who can say? Uh, we are the podcast for the discerning gump. And that is Oklahoma's running game. Uh, a guy by the name of Kennedy Brooks, two last names, can't trust him, leads the Sooners right. with 1,021 rushing yards. And Trey Sermon is another guy who is close behind on the team leaderboard with 928 yards on the ground. Uh, combined, they had 24 touchdowns uh, in addition to Murray's 11 during the regular season. So it's a fair number if you add those up. Uh, No, I'm not going to (laughs) try. Made that mistake before. Brooks was the more effective of the two backs uh, over the course of November, interestingly. So he earned 165 yards on the ground in three straight games. Sermon, however, received more carries in the Big 12 championship win over Texas. Previously beat Oklahoma, as you may remember. Uh, But neither player made as much of an impact as they normally do in that game. At their best. Uh, that's against teams like TCU and Oklahoma State. Both Brooks and Sermon ran for over 100 yards. And I I just think it'll be really difficult to achieve those numbers against Alabama, who has the 21st ranked rushing defense, and we've only given I'm up seven touchdowns. That. It the seems 21st. low, doesn't it? I know. I'm so mad about it. I wish it was a typo. No, it's not. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Okay. Uh, giving up, <laughs> giving up seven touchdowns on the ground all year. So they'll be they'll be running uphill, as it were. Uh, but the key for that duo, I think, will be to provide a complement to Murray on every drive, uh, whether it's you know a gashing twenty yard run or just those four yard scampers to set up third and short for the Sooners. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, that's a good take, <laughs> pal. Uh, okay, Oklahoma on defense. Let's take a look at that. The numbers just don't lie there, Hor. Uh, they're bad against the run. They're second to worst in the country against the pass. Like, there's like one team worse than them. That's that's mm. what that means. Yeah, like, I don't even know who it is, but they, I'm sure it's somebody probably horrible, Tennessee. But it's probably Tennessee. Probably so. Uh, so, whomever we have under center. Should have a good day. Look for Judy Waddle, our boy Irv Smith, all hey. show out. 
Uh, the hilarious thing is they brought in a new defensive coordinator whose name I don't know to replace what that Stoops, whichever Stoops it was. I don't know. It's not Bob, but it's not Mark, the one that's Kentucky. It's the other one, but the one that sucks. But anyway, they replaced him, uh, but they have actually gotten worse under the new guy. Uh, the, the one bright spot, they did hold Texas uh, to 27 points this year in the Big 12 championship game. Um uh, but that's really it. Every other, all the other games, especially against all the teams that give up. I mean, that that are that are you know that are offensive. Uh, you know, the West Virginias, the Oklahoma States, the teams that score some points. Oklahoma lets them. They're in the forties. They're in the fifties. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, and we're off. Our offense is on par with what West Virginia does, with what Oklahoma State does, with what Texas Tech does. Uh, so, you know, those are the sort of numbers that if we're not hitting those numbers, we're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, you know, and in any other year in the previous decade, I would probably be significantly worried about our offense keeping pace with uh, those guys. But I think this defense versus our offense, I, I'll take it. Before we get to the tide, though, Gregory, let's look at the other semifinal game. Clemson v. Notre Dame, your takes. Wait, you're missing something here. Wait, what? It's time to ask a hero. That's right. Every week you ask us questions on Twitter. You hashtag it. Ask a hero. And we and we uh, and we it, answer. Uh, hold on, Gregory, I've, hold on. Let me yeah, open yes. this. I've opened the scroll here, and um, nobody asked a hero this week. Nobody? Nobody. Anyway, yeah, my thought is Clemson's going to run Notre Dame out of the building. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing well beyond his years. Um, Nobody. It's true that... uh, Clemson probably hasn't played a pass defense as good as Notre Dame's this year. Uh, and look, this is not the Notre Dame 2012 team. They are more athletic. They will be able to stay on the field with Clemson. But in the end, uh, I do believe Clemson will wear them down. They just have too much. Uh, it's a 13-point line. Uh, I'm going to say Clemson covers 13 easily. Final score, 38 Clemson uh, Tigers, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, 20 football points. What are your thoughts? Ooh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I can't think of anything you didn't say. That line started at like 10 and a half or 11, quickly jumped to 13. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if it's 14 by kickoff. Notre Dame is trash. They've got a quarterback by the name of Ian Book, which is a dumb name. Not the first name, obviously. Right, Shout out to listener Petty. But Book. Right, love you. Oh uh, yeah, what is that? Don't don't yeah. mess with it. It sounds uh, <laughs> it sounds Amish. Is he Amish? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he should be for for a Catholic Notre Dame football team. I bet he's Amish. And anyway, like he lives in yeah. like one of those huts, and like they drive in uh, like horse drawn carriages wherever he is. It's like, oh, honey, get in the carriage. We're gonna go see the books. Right? Have exactly. you seen that book? Yeah. Have you seen that book boy play football on the TV? <laughs> like, no, we don't. We don't have TVs. We don't. We don't have TVs, bro. <laughs> exactly. Not how this works. Anyway, maybe, they, uh, maybe maybe this is his rumspringer. Maybe that's what's going on. Ooh, I would have right? gone somewhere maybe else, but that's fine. I think he's. This is his rumspringer. He's I like love playing a good football. Rumspringer. Oh, you know it. 
I no, but you I don't. don't you don't want to. No, well, fair, but you're not trying to make the national championship game if you're on Rumspringa. You're you're ready to be gone yeah, by this you're, point. You're you're at Cabo. All right, that's right. What are your that's thoughts? That's right, and I think the Dabos uh, help Ian book Amish Rumspringen get to Cabo sooner. I think they, uh, I think they have an easy win here. It is more or less a buy, and what you gave it thirty eight twenty. I'm not going to get a did. score, but definitely, and am in fact hating the line hard, hating right, a, uh, a, a Irish Amish. Right, the Irish Amish. Um, all right, let's go ahead and turn our attention to the tie. Uh, this is going to be a short little podcast. We didn't uh, really, we, you know, since, well, first of all, nobody asked a hero, and I'm a little bitter about that. But, you know, but nevertheless, uh, we think we're, 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 hitting, we're hitting the highlights. Uh, turn to the tie. Once again, we are the late game. Should kick around seven, Tuscaloosa time. Your tide is a 14-point favorite. And the total is insane. I believe it's hovering around 80 points right now, give or take where you get the uh, your wagering. Uh, who are you hating, Betsy? Yeah, the highest total in Alabama football history and the highest total in playoff history on the over-under there. If you wanted a trend, that's not a trend. I, I don't feel, have any trends. It feels sort of dirty. I mean, 80 it points. It does. I don't dirty. like it. I don't like it. No. And I think it's probably accurate. Uh, I think we right. end up right around there. I'll get to my score here in a second. But I just, I, for, for all the reasons we've discussed, I think it's a good or a fine matchup for us. It's probably as good as we could have hoped for uh, in the playoffs because I think we'll have an offense that is better than Oklahoma has seen. We'll have a defense that is better than Oklahoma has seen. I think they're a fine team and we'll probably hang in as well as we've seen maybe I, they're they're not georgia and I, their coaching no. staff isn't georgia's either importantly um but i think we do enough i i can't wait to see who the quarterback is because that will obviously decide sort of the style of play i think either one is fine i think tua is probably the guy but i'm concerned because i think when he's not a hundred percent probably starts to worry that his dad is getting his belt off up in right, the stands right and just can't quite pull it together. So I wouldn't hate a Jalen shining moment out there, uh, but I hope it's not as dramatic as it was in the SEC championship game. <laughs> I like us to score some points. And yeah, you said over under is 80. I'm going to, I'm going to end slightly under there. Hating a boomer sooner and go, you're tied 69, Oklahoma zero. Ah, yes, that's an unusual, but also usual score for you. <laughs> um, Feel good about all it. right, I got two. Right, yeah, you're 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 on you're on track. Um, I got two things to talk about before I get to the game. Uh, first of all, we have not mentioned National Signing Day, and that was today uh, when you brought Georgia into the mix. It, it kind of, and I don't know a whole lot about it because I've been at work and you've been at work. We have lives, uh, but uh, from what I understand, your tide finished number one in the recruiting rankings again. Uh, Georgia was number two. Uh, I believe A and M was three, um, and I want to say somebody like LSU was four or five. So uh, another banner year. I have heard a couple of things that some people saying this may be Saban's best class, and I don't know enough about it to talk about talk about it. And maybe we'll talk about that next week uh, if there is a next week. Uh, and then, you know, interestingly enough, 
uh, because this team is so young this year, uh, these kids are coming to the university with really there, where there really aren't any holes for next year. Uh, there's not, you know, a place where, uh, you know, a superstar linebacker can just pop in and, and, uh, and, 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 and immediately get playing time. Every one of them is going to have to earn it. So that says a lot about the class that we have coming in. Um, I was going to say, oh, I was going to say something about Tua's ankle also that I just, you know, in, in the spare time, I've looked up ankle injuries. Here's the thing about these high ankle sprain. Um, yes, he looks good, but these things also can re-injure really, really quickly and pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's, you know, I honestly, I don't, I, if Tua may make it to the entire game, I don't know, but I would not be shocked at all if we see them both. Uh, so. Sticking with uh, what works in this game, once again, I am hating the Tide as I have every game this year. Uh, like everybody else, I do think it's going to be a shootout, uh, but our defense is substantially better than theirs, and their offense is not substantially better than ours. Uh, we scored 52 on better defenses than this, uh, so I'm going to come up with a final score. That 69 to nothing sounds appealing, and yet I'm going to go a different direction. I am going to say you're tied 55, the Oklahoma Boomers, Boomer Sooners, with the one song that they play all day mm. long, 42. 52, 55, 42 uh, as your final score. And that will do it for another edition of Houndstooth Heroes. Remember, you can find us on houndstoothheroes.com or on Twitter at H2 Heroes. Thanks again to Bo and Elliot and all the good folks at Druid City Brewing Company. <clears throat> we do hope to talk again with you next week. Um, uh, happy holidays uh, to my friend and co-host Ellis Metz and to all of you. I uh, hope it is a great one. Take us home, Metzy. Uh, made me feel all warm inside, Gregory. Happy holidays to mm. you, sir. I love you. Love you. That'll be good. Roll Tide. Are you going to, are you doing that tonight or are you going to do it tomorrow? What's going on?